This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Talking about something quite interesting this morning that affects us all because in some way we're all wanting to add oil to something. We're either wanting to drizzle it over a salad or for the most part probably putting it in a pan to fry something in there. And there's so many to choose from. I remember growing up, Wendy, I thought there was just sunflower oil was like it. And now it's this oil and that oil and it's an avocado and an olive and some you should heat and some you shouldn't and some are great in Eastern cooking and others are flavorless. I, I can't keep up. So I'm grateful for you. I know this isn't a recipe program, but a health program. So maybe we can see if we can marry those two things today. Yeah, let's do that. There, there are so many oils available. I think you're right. We, we have a lot more choice than we did, say, 20 or 30 years ago. Um, but I think it is important to understand the differences and what is available and what we should be looking for. So I guess we can look at this now as a part of health, where often oil is a thing we say we've got to avoid it, you know, low fat or no fat. And we look at oil and say, well, this is about your cholesterol and what about your heart and what about your arteries? You know, I think oils have got a really bad rap for the most part. They have. Um, oils have been made out to be the villain um, and fats in general have been made to be the villains, but they're actually not. We need fats. In fact, we need fats more than we need carbohydrates. And if anything, the fats are what we should be having in our diets because fats help to keep us full. Um, they oil our joints. They feed our brains. Um, but we want to make sure that we're eating the right types of fats and that we're not overheating them or, you know, heating the wrong ones and that we're choosing the right types so that they actually are healthy fats and not the unhealthy ones because it's unhealthy fats that are the problem. Hmm. It's not the healthy fats that are the problem. Let's talk about the heating of fats because for the most part, we're putting it in a pan to fry something. Uh, What happens when we heat an oil? So heating reduces the stability of the cooking oil. Um, And depending on that smoke point, each oil has has a different smoke point, which means that is the point at which it it starts to break down. Um, And some um, oils can be heated more than others before they become unstable. What happens in that process of the the heating and when it starts to break down? What, What effect would that have on our bodies? So as it starts to break down, it oxidizes, the oil itself oxidizes, which is a bad thing, um, and it, co- which it releases free radicals. And free radicals um, cause damage to our DNA and to several of our cells inside our body. So we want to avoid those free radicals. Um, we actually need antioxidants to help um, prevent that problem um, and because it does damage the cells and then it, that leads to chronic diseases and cancers and those kind of um, illnesses. Um, if we look at the, the prices associated with these oils, some are really expensive, others are a whole lot cheaper, which of course makes them more attractive, but um, the cost must have something to do with quality. Where, where does that, uh, that difference come in? Yes, it does. So obviously your cheaper oils are the most refined of the oils. So they, you know, there's very little left of that seed or whatever it is that they've used to process the oil. The the unrefined oils or the less refined oils still have lots of flavor in them. They have lots of nutrients in them. They have, um, you know, they have a good uh, nu- nutritive profile. Mm. And so those are the ones that we want to get, want to be having, but they are a lot more expensive. Yeah, and so what's what are what's what makes the refined oil so bad for us? Well, they typically um, extracted using chemical solvents, so that's the first problem. Mm. Um, but they are often also just thinned right down, and so by the time you're actually cooking with that, you've got very little of the 
the plant was, you know, it was extracted from left. Um, and so they, um, you know, they obviously have a higher heating point, but they also not, carry very little nutritive value. Mm. Uh, when we cook our own food, we have sort of a control over which oil we use. We're going to run through a few of the oils this morning, which would give us a better idea. But if you buy food that's made elsewhere, you really have no idea which oil is being used. And you also don't know how many times the oil has already been used before it even got to your food. Exactly. And that's a very important point because reheating the oils is extremely un- unhealthy because that it causes the, the, the breakdown um, of those oils much more quickly. Um, and yeah, you, you certainly if you and it depends on the place that you're ordering from, um, cost is a factor. Mm. And so you are much more likely to get um, the cheaper oils used in, in those cooking preparations than you are um, if you were, say, eating at a five-star restaurant. Yeah. Let's start with some of the healthier oils. So what's included in that list? So um, olive oil, avocado oil, and sesame oil would be um, the, the oils that would be included there. Peanut oil is also one that is um, considered relatively healthy as well. Um, and so we could look at those individually if you like. Yeah, let's have a look. I mean, olive oil is one we all know well. And that's the one we have often default to based on cost, I'd guess, but also because it's the one we know so well. Let's not use vegetable oil. Let's rather use the olive oil for the cooking. Yes. So olive oil is obviously a better alternative. Um, it must, though, be the extra virgin olive oil. Um, and because you also get a variety of processes um, that the, the olive oils go through, so your cheaper ones are going to be less, um, they're going to be more refined. Mm. Um, and also uh, what I have noticed that, that, that you get these blends as well. Um, so you have to be careful when you look at your labels. Um, a, a blended oil is not necessarily a, a good thing. Um, and so olive oil has a smoke point of around 176 degrees. Now we bake at about 180 degrees. Mm. So it's good for medium heat cooking, for baking um, and, you know, sauteing and that kind of thing. Um, and then it's also good for just drizzling directly over vegetables and over salads and, and things like that. Yeah. And then, of course, it's not just for the sake of having something to cook with. It's also good for us. What kind of a nutritional profile are we looking at with olive oil? So olive oil is a good source of the um, antioxidant vitamin E. So remember, we spoke about we need antioxidants. So, mm. so we need more of that. Um, and then it was also classified as a monounsaturated fat. Now, when you're looking at um, fats, you're looking at your monounsaturated fats are your healthiest fats. Your saturated fats are the ones that you're wanting to stay away from because those are the ones that are solid at room temperature. Um, and so the more monounsaturated fats that you get in your diet, the better. Okay, so uh, we've looked at the olive oil. That's the one we know well, and it seems to get a, a tick next to it as long as you don't heat it up. So if someone says, I'm going to use olive oil to deep fry something, is that not necessarily uh, a good, have... not a good idea? No, not a good idea, no. Okay, so we're talking about the, the smoke point, yeah, and that's when uh, the oil starts to break down, as Wendy said, and for olive oil, it's around 176 degrees, and you're going to have to go a whole lot, of the, a whole lot hotter than that to fry something, so we need to avoid olive oil for that purpose. Uh, and then what about avocado oil? That just sounds fancy. Yeah, so avocado oil is fancy. It's actually really nice to cook with, and it has a very high um, smoke point, so it has it's about 100 degrees more than olive oil. So that is then suitable for deep frying and for hotter temperatures. Um, but obviously, it's a lot more expensive. So avocado oil is one of those more expensive ones. Um, and it can be used for sweet or savory dishes. 
Um, it's very versatile um, and it has a nice, smooth, sort of creamy texture to it as well. Hmm. Does it does it taste? I've, I can't say that I've ever tasted avocado. Well, does it does it give you the the hint of an avocado flavor? It's a very slight hint, but it's not overpowering. Okay, so now we're back at this question. You mentioned olive oil and mono unsaturated. Are we still in the Are we still in the thumbs up list here for avocado oil in terms of which kind of fat it is? Yes, we are. So it is also um, a monounsaturated fatty acid, and it probably has one of the highest contents of monounsaturated fatty acids. So it is a really good fat to be including in our diets. I know we had this conversation possibly, I don't know, just a number of months ago talking about um, fat. I feel like it's a conversation we need to pick up again because I think it's still confusing when people read labels. I don't know, is this a good fat? Is it a bad fat? Why am I even having an option to be able to buy it if it's not good for me? Uh, I think we need to remind our listeners of that maybe another day. We might, in fact, Wendy, have to take this oil conversation into next week as well. So let's wrap it up this morning with sesame oil. A listener, Rina Huimura, Rina Rina Frof and Canola Willy, we'll pick that up. We're not going to have time to, to talk about canola oil this week, Rina, but we'll pick it up next week. Um, just in closing, um, Wendy, let's have a look at sesame oil. All right, so sesame oil has a lower smoke point, so it's around 210 degrees. It's still um, higher than olive oil, so it's also good for medium um, medium to higher heat cooking. Um, it also it gives quite a nutty flavor, um, and as long as you're not sensitive to nuts and seeds, then it is also a nice alternative to use for cooking and also for salad dressings. Yeah, I'm, I enjoy sesame oil. It's one I use quite often. I do enjoy Asian food, so uh, we make a lot of that, and sesame oil is key then, the sauces and that sort of a thing. Uh, so quickly, uh, again, the type of oil we've spoken about, monounsaturated fatty acids with olive oil and avocado oil, where do we stand with the sesame? Sesame has also got a reasonable amount of monounsaturated fatty acids, um, and so it also falls into the healthy oil category. Okay, so we're working through quite a list of oils, and because there's so many available, uh, we want to make sure we touch on all of them, particularly those with their lots of questions, like a coconut oil, and then the good old favorite vegetable oil and canola oils, like the sunflower oil and canola oil that we see and that most of us buy. We'll touch on that next week. Uh, thank you so much, Wendy. Appreciate your expertise. This is a good one. And um, at least we now know when we're out there, we've looked at some of these monounsaturated fats. Um, and more next week. Wendy, thanks so much for your time. It's a pleasure. Have a great Thursday, Brad. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.